Welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Bedell. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello everyone, and welcome back to this week's Brain Coach Tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. It's so great to have this forum to share the revelations God has given me over the past 20 plus years. I've walked with many different families as they incorporate the help of the neurodevelopmental approach to see life-changing results. In fact, when asked to describe their experience with Little Giant Steps in one to two words, many families use life-changing as their description. My goal is to equip you with some brain-changing tips that can change your child's future. I want to ask you to do someone a favor. Please share the link to this podcast with people you know. They may know someone that really needs to hear this message. More than 20 years ago, a now dear friend of mine, Linda, took a chance telling an acquaintance at church, which was me, about the neurodevelopmental approach. She had a child with learning challenges that had been helped with this and recognized my daughter could benefit from neurodevelopment. You know, it's not an easy subject to bring up to someone you don't really know well, but I will be forever grateful that she did because it changed my daughter's life and put me on a path to be here to bring encouragement to others. You just never know when you might be the link God wants to use so another family can get the help they are praying for, especially if they're dealing with a drama queen or a drama king, which is our subject for today. Well, I have the privilege of having Ruth Young join me again this week. If you're listening for the first time, I want to give you a little of Ruth's background. She's been a pastor's wife for 36 years. She's homeschooled five children through at least portions of their education. She's been a practicing neurodevelopmentalist for over 10 years. Thank you for being back with us this week, Ruth. It's my privilege to be here, Jan. Like I said, you've homeschooled all five children But with two of the children, you used the neurodevelopmental approach for like four and a half years, right? Yes, ma'am. Was that because they needed that much intervention? Well, anyone can benefit from intervention at any age. But that was the time when I was training and learning more about the brain and learning more about how to help the brain work better. And the more I learned the more I wanted my girls to have the benefit of better brains. And I kept learning new stuff, and I didn't want them to miss out on any of the treasures. That's great. So even though you were a certified teacher and had been doing this traditional homeschool in the past, what did you, what did you think about the difference in that kind of homeschooling with the neurodevelopmental approach? 
Well, of course, you have to have the academics, and and you are an educational consultant, and and you were the one evaluating my girls, so it was unique because I had not been familiar with the neurodevelopmental approach, and it was different. But I had confidence that you knew what you were talking about, so I just did it, and the results were just amazing. It just blew me away. Of those five children that you have, I understand that you had a drama queen at your house. I thought it'd be maybe a good thing to start off this episode with a real-life story of what life can be like with a drama queen living with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? My daughter, Mercy, was our fourth child and cute as a bug, very relational, and bright, just like all of the others. However, we didn't know about the auditory processing. That was her issue. It was very low, and consequently, she was acting younger than her age. And it was like she was annoying. You know, her behaviors were younger than she really was. And I don't know, it was like she lived with her feelings on her shoulders. (laughs) And any little thing anybody said would set her off. And I think when I first came to you, Jan... She was having about five meltdowns every day. And this is when she's 11. Is that right? Isn't that about when I started seeing her? Yes, she was in the fifth grade, 11 years old. Well, you said her processing was low. That's her auditory sequential processing, holding those pieces together. And that can affect you amazingly. So she was at school at this time. She was in a public school. So how was that situation? Actually, she was making A's at school and doing very well academically. However, she couldn't get along with anyone on the playground because not everyone wanted to play her way. Ah, yes. And how that translated at home? Well, of course, she was acting younger and annoying all of her siblings and frustrating. It was just frustrating to us, you know, At some point, you want your children to act their age, and she couldn't. Yeah, and at 11, you kind of had that expectation, but it wasn't coming through. So did she act out at home, or? Oh, yes. (laughs) She did all kind of inappropriate attention-getting behaviors because she needed attention, but she it seemed like all the attention she got was negative, and it's a heartbreak for a mom. Yes, it really is. And for you yourself, I mean, when you have all this emotion going on, it's hard to hold it together yourself, would you say? Yes, we needed help. And I just hadn't heard of the neurodevelopmental approach, and I was unfamiliar with auditory processing. I was a certified teacher, but it was not a part of our schooling, so I was unfamiliar with it. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking about auditory processing for 20 years, and apparently it's gotten worse and worse as we've been doing more visual things. And now it's just really a buzzword these days, auditory processing, and they even have labels for it. But, well, just tell a little bit about what happened when Mercy's processing came up. Well, this was very remarkable because, well, here she is, 11 years old, 
She's just about 12, the age she should be babysitting, but she could never stay at home alone without freaking out. And after we did just four months of the program, she came up two years of development in her auditory processing, which made the world of difference because now she could stay at home alone for the first time ever. You have mentioned over the years something that you were impressed with because her academics came up in those four months too, right? Well, yes. As a teacher, of course, I have been familiar with all kinds of programs, and I had never seen any child make so much progress with any program as this four-month period of time that I worked with Mercy. She came up not only the two years in auditory processing, but she also came up a whole year in reading comprehension and a whole year in math computation skills. And we didn't do anything different in reading or math. It was as if her brain started working better. She matured and and, and suddenly she was taking giant steps, leaps in academics as well as social skills. So like three times the academics uh, of a typical time period of four months, she went up three times as much as she typically would. And this is, you had pulled her out of school at this point. Yes. And you know what else happened? I quit my job substitute teaching and I started training in neurodevelopment because I wanted to help other parents have the same experience that I had in helping their own children. That's a great story. So I went into this in podcast number four, an activity that you can do that you did with Mercy that made that difference of two years in that four-month period. And typically, that, that was pretty fast. I haven't seen that as much. Usually, it's about a year every four months, which is still accelerated. But she did even pass that, which is pretty exciting. But basically, what you did was a little short, intense, two-minute activity with her twice a day called Digit Spans. And people can go on the Little Giant Steps website on the store and get the Digit Span cards with all the instructions and everything that they need there and go ahead and start working on that aspect. Now, that's not always the only aspect of difficulty for a child that's um, being dramatic. And we're going to talk about some other things, but that can be huge. There's a computer program that's on our website, too, that works on this short-term memory for auditory and visual. And uh, so you can have a couple of resources there to really help with that skill. So I had taken a whole podcast, number four, to go over the details of that. So if you're interested in finding out more information about that, you can go back and listen to that. And next week... We're going to be talking about some ADD kind of symptoms, which also goes along with this. So you can stay tuned and uh, listen more about this auditory processing, which affects behavior so much. It affects uh, comprehension, following directions, all kinds of issues that we want to be at their prime. But oftentimes because of this low ability, it's just not working well for the kids. But, you know, we talked about other things that may cause this emotionality. And over the years, you and I have worked with a lot of kids, and the mixed dominance has played a big role in emotionality. Because if they're 
you know, like right-handed and using their left eye or ear, those two especially cause that inconsistent recall of information, which can cause a lot of frustration, which adds to their emotionality. But it also just makes them easily just going over to their subdominant, which is their emotions, and they just live there a lot. Like you were talking about the chip on Mercy's shoulder. So did Mercy have some mixed dominance too? Actually, she was using her left ear some. She's a right-handed child, and so she was supposed to be right-eared, you know, to line it up. And she did use her right ear some, but she also used her left ear some. And that just triggered, I think, the emotions. And they were always on her shoulder, always on her sleeve, and the least little thing anyone would say. And she was uh, dramatically upset, you know, <laughs> and, uh, five times a day, melting down. You know, it was, I, I just envisioned peace for my family, and, and she needed some help. So did it have to do, like, did she have some of that inconsistent recall, too? Yes. Let me give you an example of a very successful day. She's a happy child normally, and I was teaching her the five times tables, and that's a fun one. You know, they all rhyme, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and she was learning the five times tables, and I thought she had them down. She was happy about it, and we were celebrating it. And you know, Jen, the next day, the very next day, she couldn't remember any of them. Wow. I thought she had learned them. She knew she had learned them, but she couldn't remember any of them the next day. And I'm scratching my head. Actually, I'm very frustrated because we I taught them to her. I'm a pretty good teacher. <laughs> she learned them. She's a bright child. What happened? Where did it go? Right. And so, that's very discouraging for both of us. Right. And so with her being a drama queen, I guess that's it just adds to the drama because she doesn't know where it went either. And so <laughs> that's kind of interesting. So um, part of the neurodevelopment that you used was the rapid recall that was developed with this neurodevelopmental input in mind. So tell us about your experience with the rapid recall system. It was like night and day. I'll tell you that, Jan. Because once she used her right ear to listen to those tracks of the, the, for instance, the fives times tables. And it was a pleasant experience. It was only two minutes, you know, at a time. And she enjoyed the little sound effects and she was learning them. And she could remember them. And she was thrilled that she could remember them the next day. And when we talked about them, she could tell them to me. This was like the first time in her life that she was successful remembering her multiplication tables. So the skip counting is more of what you're talking about there, right? Where she was just doing the fives. But then the rapid recall, that's the one where it's not all in order, but there's lots of input. So was that helpful for her too? She was so happy with the rapid recall. I'll, t I'll just tell you, I made a little book, you know, for her and she had her own earphones and she put the little disc in there and she would do it herself. She loved being independent. She was 11 years old and 
and wants to be in charge of everything. <laughs> so she did her listening. Then she did the writing time. And, and then we did the flashes together. You know, I held up the cards and she read them. And in fact, we just raced the clock and she loved the intensity of that. This child just loved intensity. And it was so nice to be able to give it to her in a positive way. And she was learning her math facts and she was so proud and I was so happy and we were celebrating every day and it was a positive experience finally to do school together. Thank you for the rapid recall system. Well, that's interesting because I think that that would also help the emotionality come down when the math facts come quickly to you. Then it doesn't take you so long to do your math exercises. So then school doesn't take as long and then you have time to do other things. So I just want to encourage everyone to go on littlegiantsteps.com and look at the rapid recall. There's lots of testimonies there, people that have used it, people that have said their children hated math before and now really like it because it's actually inputting that information instead of having it come out. So like when you were saying racing the clock and everything, the answer is actually there. And, and so she was just able to say it really fast and get it in there where it needed to be. So that's very exciting. I just want to let everyone know about the other resources. There's lots of articles, free articles. There's webinars that they can learn more about the neurodevelopmental approach. And if you really want to do kind of a screening on your child where you actually know how to test some things and then what to do about it, you ought to look at the neurodevelopmental DVD there, the neurodevelopmental approach DVD will give you some real good places to start. There's also some other resources on our website that could be specific for an individual. So there's an Our Services button, and you can click on that and just check out what other options you might have to do a program like Ruth did with Mercy that just has made such a difference. Now she's manager material, right? And what she's working on now is, um, you know, going from not being able to even handle her emotions to being over other people, being even killed and um, really making a difference there. So, a very valued employee, in fact. That's the feedback she's getting. Yes. Yes. That's exciting. Well, my prayer is that this information is encouraging to you and you're going to keep staying tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network for more Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. Next week, we'll be exploring the topic, the absent-minded professor. This is the kiddo that's very smart, typically, but you just wonder if they might have ADD or ADHD just because of the symptoms, the way that they act. We will be looking at what causes these type symptoms. But Ruth, I want to thank you for being with me today and ask if you might come back and visit with us again in the future. Sure, be glad to. You are a wealth of knowledge. You've been working at this for a long time and seen a lot of lives change. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Well, for now, it's the Brain Coach signing off and reminding you that neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray 
You'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate the skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.